You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. Um, Just wanted to welcome you to part three of our Ditch the Shame, that's hard to say, Ditch the Shame series, um, which is a group of recordings that I recorded last year around this time, um, just with resources, tools, tips, um, some spiritual and tangible things to help you ditch shame and live in freedom. So here is part three. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Um... First, I want to note that I actually washed my hair for today's session. Didn't quite get to the whole face yet, but I'm clean, which is rare. Usually I'm doing this like just rolled out of bed, bun on my head like the Soul Fitness logo, and just shamelessly coming at y'all today um, with some clean hair. But I am pumped for today for so many reasons. One, I feel like we've kind of gotten over the hump of what this challenge is bringing to our souls. Um, We've kind of, we've developed this idea of what shameless living looks like, what owning our story looks like, how to enjoy movement. Um, And now I'm really excited because today we're going to go through some just really tangible, realistic, and practical tips that you can use and put into your put into practice into your everyday life to actively fight those lies against shame. So they creep in, they're going to continue to creep in, right? Those lies are always going to be coming at you like ping pong balls, but if we have the tools and resources to fight back, then we have the power to overcome. And so I'm that's what I'm really excited about today. There are like so many spiritual ways we can connect that are all good and true that we can connect this message of shameless living, but to actually have something that we can put into practice and make it real for us in a daily in our daily lives, I think is going to make you see actual transformation happening at a quicker rate. So I'm really pumped for today. Um, these are some tools that I have learned along the way. Um, They took me a long time (laughs) to learn some of them and I want you to be able to grasp these on a very in a very like quick way um, but also take them very seriously and as you put them into practice. So don't just hear this and let it go one in, in one ear and out the other, but instead like let it marinate and figure out what are, what are, how can I apply some of these to my life today? Um, so today's challenge is all about reframing your mindset. Um, first, I want y'all to kind of take a second to do a few of the following things. Just as you watch this video, just think about these things. One is consider what kinds of thoughts go through your mind when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. Um, I can speak to this from today. (laughs) So I have my swimsuit on um, because I'm about to go try and get a base tan for (laughs) my trip because I am so pale this summer. But um, I put on this swimsuit. I'm 
seven and a half months pregnant. So obviously my body's different. Um, but I put on this swimsuit and it just fits differently. And because of my pregnant stomach, it rides up my butt more. And I am like not one of those cool chicks that like is a fan of the cheeky bottoms. If you rock it, you go, you do you. But like, I've never been one to rock the cheekies, but this is just naturally cheeky now because <laughs> it just fits differently because I'm in a different season of life. So literally today after I put on this swimsuit, I walked by the mirror and the first thought I thought was, wow, my cellulite. I do not like my cellulite on my butt. Like it is so evident right now. Should I even wear this swimsuit? Should I even go to the beach? Like I can't even, it's not like I can get a good tan, you know, I'm pregnant and I was going through all these reasons why I should not go and I should not enjoy this experience at the beach because of what I saw in the mirror. Um, so I was immediately saying negative things to my body. So <laughs> consider that today. What are some things that you say when you look at yourself in the mirror? Because I have these thoughts, I have actually, here's a ta one tangible tip, wasn't even supposed to come this early. I have actually written truths on my mirror and lipstick that say, one of them says, you are loved. One of them says, you are valuable. One of them says, you are really freaking funny because I think there's things we can pick out about ourselves that we can call into life and like are good things that don't necessarily have to do with our body because we're so much more than a body. Um, so yeah, first, my first little task for you is to just consider some of the thoughts that go through your mind when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. Do you say kind things to your body or do you disparage your body for every perceived flaw? That's the first thing. Think about that. The second thing I want you to consider is what are some ways that you find yourself slyly, just kind of almost subconsciously shaming your body in conversations with others? Um, I actually just had a guest on the podcast like 30 minutes ago say that one of her like defense mechanisms for really shaming her body was when she would be in a group of friends, she would make jokes about it. So she thought, well, because it's a joke, like people aren't gonna take it seriously. But what happened was her friends were picking up on these jokes, quote unquote jokes, that she was speaking about her body and thinking, are those things true about me too? You know, like, do I need to feel that way about my body? So what are some ways that you kind of shame yourself in conversations with others? And then we're gonna dig deeper into that and take some time to think about the impact that that not only has on your mind, but on the minds of others around you. All right, so that's two. The third thing is think about a day or a moment in time when you hated your body and what did that feel like? Not just physically, what did it feel like, but like emotionally, spiritually, what did it do? How did it trickle into other areas of your life? probably in, neg in negative ways, I would assume. Anytime I've hated my body, it's always, it's always domino affected into the rest of my life in um, very negative ways. So think about that. You don't have to act on it right now, just think about it. Think about a time when you loved or respected your body. Now, what did that feel like? Did it feel empowering? Did it feel freeing? Did it feel um, like you were an overcomer? Did you feel strong? 
I'll name two right now. Um, a time when I hated my body was when I was in my eating disorder. You would think like, I'm not my smallest, I love it. But I wasn't satisfied with who I was and like their heart change wasn't there. The body was changing, but the heart hadn't changed. And so anytime I looked in the mirror, I would literally pinch my skin and be like, this has got to go by X amount of time. Or I would get on the scale and cry, even though the number was going down. So I really hated my body and it was deeper than just my body. Obviously it was a emotional, it was a lacking it, I was lacking something emotionally inner, like my inner confidence was lacking. And then thinking about a time when you loved or respected your body. I have had obviously bad body image days being pregnant, but I have had this grown respect for my body since getting pregnant. One, because it, it was a hard road to get here. It was a hard road to get pregnant and Two, because my body is actually breathing life. It's preparing a human life. And that's awesome. Like, that's so cool that our bodies have the ability to do that. Other times when I've loved and respected my body have been when I finished a workout that was really difficult that I went in thinking, I can't do this, and then I overcame it. Um, or when I had a my first time I like had a pizza night with girlfriends after all my healing where I went home and had no regrets. I loved my body then because I was like, oh my gosh, I enjoyed this moment. So consider those things. There's, there's four things. And then know that it takes practice and I'll give you these tools today, but it's going to take practice just like practice makes perfect in sports and <laughs> learning a new skill in life and relationships, it's going to take practice for these things to become like so natural to you. So you're going to have to almost force yourself into these tasks, into these tips and tricks before they become like just innately a part of the way you think. Okay. Habits take time to form. So we're going to take the time and commit to form those habits. Um, so yeah, it takes practice to catch the negative thoughts that you have about your body and then reframe them. But over time, you really can change that mental habit of berating your body and learn to think gentler, more accepting thoughts. Um, and we're going to start there. We're going to start about our thoughts with our thoughts. So typically when we walk by a mirror, our first thought is something negative. Unfortunately, that's true. That's just the case something negative about our physical body. So we're going to go through now how to flip thoughts in our head. Okay. Um, so how to reframe the way we speak over ourselves. And I'm going to give you just some like very, this is the practical ways of doing this. Okay. So I've actually written out thoughts that I've had about my body and I have reframed them in words. Okay, so this is a very powerful practice, whether you do it out loud, just speaking over yourself in the mirror, or I would even recommend getting a journal and writing down maybe even just three things that you feel negatively about your body today, and then write down a reframed mindset of that. So like really take the time to do that. That would be awesome. The first flip the thought thing that I've had is I look awful today. 
we've all had that thought, <laughs> you know, like I, I just kind of started the video off with it. Like I did my hair, but my makeup's not done. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't need to apologize for that. Um, so reframing, I look awful. It could become, you know, today I'm not really happy with the way that I look and that's okay. We all have those days. Everyone feels like that sometimes, but how I feel about my appearance ultimately doesn't determine my worth as a human being. So I validated the feeling like it's totally like normal to have that feeling of, I don't, I don't like the way that I look right now, or, you know, not really a 10 out of 10 right now, <laughs> but validating that feeling and, but then accepting and speaking out truth that your worth isn't determined by if you put makeup on today or not. Um, so that's one way to flip the thought. Another way is my arms are fat could become my arms do amazing things for me. My arms give me the ability. These are the arms that I use to hug people that I love in my life. They give me the ability to love people. Um, that's a way to flip the thought. Like what is this part of my body actually, what does it do for me? That's good. Um, another thing could be, I hate my body. Just simply saying, I hate it. That could become to, you know, today I'm going to treat my body with compassion the same way I would want to treat others or have others treat me because you would never speak to your friend the way that you speak to yourself. I mean, we, we can all admit to that. And if we are called to love our neighbors, like we love ourselves, if we're not loving ourselves and giving ourselves the same compassion and the same grace and the same love and acceptance that we give others, then we're not going to love others as well as we could. So let that be a motivation to be compassionate towards yourself the way that you would be compassionate towards someone else or the way that you would want someone to be compassionate towards you. Another flip thought we could do is my legs or whatever body part it is for you. My legs look disgusting today. That could become, these are the legs that move me around the world. These legs have brought me through not only marathons, they get me out of bed in the morning. They've taken me through airports to travel across the country, across the world. They've brought me to different places. They've stayed strong when I felt weak, when I felt sick. These are the legs that get me around the world. Or if you're picking apart your stomach, like, oh, I hate my stomach. This is the stomach that helps me get nutrition from my food, from my mouth into my body. It turns my food into energy so that I can do things that I care about. That's a way to reframe that thought. Think about that. Think about the thoughts that you have every day, the negative thoughts, and how can you reframe them? How can you rewrite the story? And actually, I would challenge you to write it down. Write down three things that you think negatively about yourself and then write down three reframings of those thoughts. I think another key thing that I cannot not note on <laughs> is your words and how powerful they are. You really need to watch out for the words that you say. I, I noted on this, I touched on this with the guest I just had on my podcast. I keep pointing up there like you know that that's where we recorded, but that's where we recorded. <laughs> um, I, we talked about how the words that we use, sometimes subliminally, sometimes subconsciously, have the power to not only affect how we continue to think about ourselves, but also how 
others think begin to think about themselves just by hearing what we say. So you've all you've all probably been in a room with someone who is picking apart their body in some way and it's a part of their body that you think looks good. And so you wonder, well if they're picking that part about their body, then what do they think of me? Or do I need to pick apart this part of my body because it doesn't look like theirs and I think theirs looks good. Do you see you've all probably had that thought. I mean, let's just be real. Um, so watch your words. Practice awareness around the words that you use when thinking and speaking. Because words are powerful and those powerful words matter. One thing that I train my coaches in, just in like the fitness aspect before they start here, is they have to eliminate words from their vocabulary. You've probably been to a gym where they've used things, they've said things, you know, inadvertently. You've, it's so common now, which is sad, but like burn those calories or, you know, Thanksgiving can be around the corner and they're like, get sweaty and make sure you work hard because you got to eat that turkey. Like you're working for a food. Um, or, or if you've been engaged, you sweat for the wedding. That's something we always hear. Like you got to look good for that wedding. Um, so these are things that I train my, my coaches when they come in here, there are words that we don't say. One of those words is burn calories. We don't, we don't associate calories with exercise. If we're calling something out and if we're calling something positive out in someone, it never has to do with the way they look unless it's you're strong or you overcame that or girl, you can do it. You can do this hard thing. Not, Oh girl, your legs be looking good in those spandex. Not anything like that because what that says is as if you call that out in someone else, even a compliment that you call out in someone else about their appearance can affect someone else in the room because you didn't call that out in them. I know that sounds like so meticulous and like, oh gosh, this is a lot to think about. But once you start like taking, eliminating certain things out of your vocabulary and reframing the way that you compliment others even, um, It'll become so natural and you'll realize how, just how much you're protecting the hearts of those around you. A, comp a compliment you can give someone instead of like, you look good today is you are so radiant or you are such a generous friend or you crack me up. Thank you for, um, thank you for always being there for me. Not thank you for looking hot. Who cares? That's not why you're friends with them. So yeah, practice what you, what you, the words that you speak and start figuring out what words trigger you when you're in a, a community situation or what words have triggered you in the past that have been directly towards you and think, okay, well, obviously those have negatively impacted me. So I'm going to eliminate them from my, from my vocabulary so that I don't take the risk of negatively impacting someone else. Would you speak to someone else the way that you speak to yourself? I'm just going to ask a couple questions. How have words negatively impacted you in the past? Something negative that you say about yourself has the power to convince someone in your life that they are not good enough. And I know you don't want that. I know that's not your heart behind it to make someone else think that they're not good enough. Um, but know that it has that impact. Like our actions and our words, they have consequences. And we have the power to either help someone or hinder someone. And so let's choose to help people see themselves the way that God sees them. And that starts by seeing ourselves that way.
Okay, so the first thing we talked about is flipping your thoughts, reframing those th negative thoughts you have. The second thing we talked about is watching your words. And the third thing we're gonna talk about is ask yourself why. So when you have those thoughts, ask yourself, why am I thinking this? Is this victim thinking? Was I triggered in some way? What triggered me? Is this an empowering thought? What can I do right now to feel better? So the why is really important because there are some things that might trigger you to experience a negative thought or a shameful thought, a shameful mindset that might not affect someone else, but for you to be able to know and recognize this is a trigger for me, um, you have, then you have the ability and the power to eliminate that from your life. So I'm just going to give two examples. For me, the scale is really triggering for me. I don't get on it. I don't have one. I, um, when I go to the doctor, I close my eyes and I ask them, do not write this down anywhere I can see this or say this out loud. It's something that really affects my body image. They're always respectful of that. So being bold enough to ask that, knowing that that's a trigger for me, I can eliminate that. The scale doesn't necessarily have that impact on everyone. You might be someone who steps on a scale and it doesn't really bother you. Maybe it's your clothes more that affects the way, like how they fit, that affects the way you look at your body. So for me, the scale is really triggering. One thing that's not triggering for me now that um, can definitely be a trigger for someone else is my Apple Watch. I, I love wearing my Apple Watch. It doesn't really affect me, the calories that I burn or don't burn anymore. It used to be something like five years ago, I would say I would never have owned an Apple Watch. But now it's like, I've gotten past that. I know it's not a trigger for me. So wearing this thing on my wrist doesn't make me feel less than. If it did, then a way to conquer that, a practical way would be to not wear my Apple Watch. Like I did with the scales, so throw the scale away, I would throw the Apple Watch away. So know your triggers, and you might not be able to list them all right now, but as they come up and they reintroduce themselves in your daily life, think, oh, that actually just triggered me to think a certain way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a mental note of that, or even write that down, and make sure that that doesn't have the power it has on me now in the future. So notice that. And then also learning to replace yourself, replacing the why am I thinking this with an empowering thought. So if you think a certain thought, like we talked about earlier, flipping the thought, you can flip that into something empowering. If you figure out the why and the root. Sometimes the root of our body image or of our shame and whatever, whatever area it's in isn't necessarily in the way we look. The root could be deeper than that. The root could be... Um, an experience you had with food. It could be an experience you had with an adult or a guardian in your life. Um, it could be, it could be a deeper trigger and, or it could be a deeper root and those triggers just pull that root up. So, um, yeah, ask yourself why that's the third thing. The fourth thing is focus on the good. It sounds so cheesy and we see it all the time, but gratitude really does have the ability to reframe our thoughts. Um, and I know we spoke about this the other day about like some actual truths in scripture that God says about us. Um, those are things that we can use to reframe our thoughts as well. 
um, but one just very like practical and what might seem like a minor thing is just to show gratitude. So it's <laughs> this is actually backed by science. The more that you are thankful or say that you're thankful for things in your life, the more that your brain actually is stimulated in a good way, in a healthy way. It has growth. So scientifically, just saying that you're grateful for something is proven to help you live longer and better. <laughs> so why not? Um, one thing you can do is just think of all the good things in your life today, like something good that happened to you. Um, one good thing that happened to me is I was able to sleep better last night and I haven't been sleeping well. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I got a good night's rest. Or um, another thing that I'm grateful for is one of my friends dropped off craving cinnamon rolls and I'm grateful that I got to try the new flavor first. Like, <laughs> I'm grateful for that. It's so simple, but I'm so thankful for that. And me being grateful for a cinnamon bun changes the way I think about food, you know, changes that experience. So think about all the good things in your life today and think about all the things that you like about yourself and all the good things that you've done or that you're doing. And that will help you reframe your thought. The more you're grateful for your body, you're grateful for the good things that you're doing or have been done for you, the more that you can eliminate all the negativity in your mind that's trying to fill up. Um, okay, so I'm just going to refresh y'all. There's four things that we, we talked about today, four tangible things. One is flipping the thought. I would encourage you to write down three negative thoughts you have about yourself, whether today or this week, and flip those thoughts, reframe them. Two is watching your words. Figure out what words in your life have negatively impacted you or what words and conversations that come up this week um, negatively impact you, and then eliminate those. Watching your words, be very mindful of that. Um, think before you speak. It's such a thing we hear all the time, but really think before you speak. I'm very guilty of just speaking before I think, and it's gotten me in a lot of trouble. Um, so yeah, watch your words. Three, ask yourself why. Why am I thinking this? What triggered me? that will help you escape that negative thought. And then four, focus on the good. Be grateful for the things that your body does for you or be grateful for the things that you are able to do in life or be grateful for the little things that have happened to you today. So here's my challenge for y'all today. It is to take a mental note of the things that you say internally and externally about yourself. Take note of your triggers. We talked about that. The first step to healing is being aware of what brings us into these shame spirals and then share something in the group after you figure out, after you've written down those flip your thoughts, those negative things, after you flip them, after you've figured out your triggers, maybe share something in this group that you're grateful for. Whether, it could be something simple. It could be something about your body or what your body does for you or just your life in general, but I encourage everyone to share that in the group today. I love you all. You are so more than enough. And let's continue to live shamelessly together. Whoa!